0: Hey friends, thanks for joining me on the Second Space podcast. On today's episode, I had a conversation with Jen from Shareable Boards. She does charcuterie boards and grazing tables here in Southern California. So like a lot of vendors in the event industry, she started during the pandemic. After having a few at-home date nights with her partner, Anthony, she made a decision to start her Instagram, and with his support, it quickly grew into a full-on business. So I got a chance to talk to Jen about her growth over the past two years, and also the good things that came from it. And doing all of this while trying to juggle her full-time job, being a mom, a wife, and an entrepreneur, it wasn't easy. And I asked her how she tried to balance it all. I will give you a little heads up. We did talk briefly about miscarriages um, during the conversation, so I just wanted to make sure folks were prepared. All right, so I guess let's get started. (laughs) So I'm always interested when people talk about their names, like why shareable boards?
1: Yeah, so for me, I love this question. At the end of the day even though you see like cheese and meat on a board right at the end of the day it's not even the cheese and the meat on the board so let's pretend i brought a board right now the reason why shareable board like resonates is we're not going to remember this meat and cheese i'm going to remember this moment this shareable moment with you we're going to have this amazing conversation we're drinking this amazing wine you can be telling me all these stories, but at the end of it, who cares about the cheese and meat? So to me, like the words like shareable, the true, true like essence of it, it's like those moments, those experiences. And I can't even, like, I've created so many boards for my friends. I still remember like those conversations we had around those boards. I don't remember the cheese, but I do remember
0: but it, the moment. But it looks... Amazing, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So for me, it just... Even, like, if you strip down shareable, like, at the end of it, it's just share. To share. Um, And my biggest love language is food, right? Like, to gather, to be around food. And it's really just those good conversations that you just feel warm and fuzzy. I
0: love it. I think to other folks they just look at it as a product right <laughs> like it's just this product yeah. I need to feed my guests yeah. it's about just getting food for them yes. but I love how you frame it which is it's it's an experience and like even you as the person who's selling the meat cheese fruits whatever you don't it's not you don't even give a shit about that you give it but your your priority is the experiences that come from it.
1: I I love that one hundred percent. And to add on top of that, it's it's more like an extension. This doesn't sound cheesy.
0: <laughs> but um, I feel I'm like pumped. there's gonna be so many cheese buns from you, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna make a decision to leave them. Even though while I'm editing this, I'm probably gonna be like, I really want to take that out.
1: <laughs> you should keep it, but. <laughs> All joking aside, and yeah, seriously, all cheesiness aside, if the pandemic did not happen, I would not have realized this craft that I love so much. It's not only creating this craft, right, to, like, share with others, and then they create these memories around it. It's actually this, like, therapeutic experience for me as while I'm creating, you're actually, (laughs) this is really going to sound so cheesy you i'm truly putting in like my love my soul if i'm having a great day that day if i'm listening to an awesome playlist like all that stuff that like is inspiring me for that day is truly on the board and i think what trips me out is every board that is created they're all different from each other no one would know that who's enjoying it right but i think for me where i get the biggest joy is there was so much of put on there, like inspiration-wise, that it gets to be shared with others, and they're creating their own memories around it. I know that's cheesy, but I—it's <laughs> <No, laughs> it's... that part that I—I I guess people don't know, like that. Those are like the other elements that happen behind the board. Yeah, like all be all all the behind the scenes that go into the board. It's there too. Well,
0: yeah i think that that like s- just speaks to this industry as well because i think a lot of folks a lot of our clients when they book us for certain things to come together yeah they're not thinking about the process and kind of the energy that's put into it right they just think of it as like we're just getting balloons we're just getting food We're just getting beverages or we're just getting the space. Like there's a whole process that comes into it. Create this like magical experience for them and they don't get it, which kind of sucks.
1: It's crazy, right? (laughs) But But I love how the people in the industry, there's that, what would we call it? That magical behind the scenes that happens with everybody in the industry. And so, yeah, we can take the balloons, we can take the cookies, we can take the event. There's so much that happens behind the scenes that the consumer doesn't see that. Yeah. I want to hear more of those stories too. Yeah. From different like industries.
0: Well, and then also like I, <laughs> so I just had an event on Saturday. It was a, a baby, a gender reveal. Yeah. And she also does vlogging and she did a video and, um, there's this portion of it that is sped up, but I literally am just standing there. So everyone's moving around me and I'm just standing there. But look, I was just kind of observing the moment. And I think one of the cool things about like having the opportunity to see all the vendors work together, it's actually pretty... Amazing, because everyone's in their own world doing their own thing and probably stress the fuck out. But like, but like, I don't think there's ever that opportunity for them to like step back and see like this is the amount of work that goes into this experience, and like we're all part of it, and it's cool.
1: It's crazy, right? It's like magic.
0: Yeah, it just
1: all comes together like a a synergy. Yeah, right. And I love how you get to see that all the different types of vendors, and they bring their craft, their magic. Yeah. And then it becomes, like, this beautiful experience. I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, because it took me, like, a week to come up with a name. I, like, the way I would just go through it was just, Again, just writing anything related with cheese, anything related with meat, or just you know different types of words.
0: So, so um, you're you you just did a bunch of
1: a lot, <laughs> kind <laughs> of, or just even like words that like had meaning, uh-huh. you know. Every time I would come up with a name, I would ask Anthony, like, "What do you think? What do you think?" Mm-hmm. You know, he was like my sounding board, and then just shareable boards was the last one. It it just truly felt right, like. What it meant to me and what I wanted, like the boards to feel, um, and she was born.
0: I love. That. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Anthony.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> let's talk about Anthony. Well, so I've I've had the privilege <laughs> of having you do a few events in in the space, and Anthony is there. Like he's such a support system. It sounds like you relied on him a lot in terms of just the development of shareable boards, right? But like but he's not like staff.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. He's just support. your support. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: I would say it's amazing in so many ways. Like, I love how you said staff. Because he does help me in so many ways.
0: Well, too. I, so I say staff because yes. also it's like I've met And this is, I mean, we talked about this in the Balloon Ladies podcast too, right? Like the concept of what it's like to be in a relationship within, as an events person. And it's, it's, there's struggles, but he's consistently just been support for the last two years, which is kind of like a rarity in this industry.
1: But I would also say it's had its challenges, you know, um, this is like a great reflection point too because shareable boards grew fast faster than i could even wrap my head around it it's been two years and it's still growing but this is a good lesson for me because yes anthony has been supportive since day one ever since the pandemic since we were making charcuterie boards together
0: were you during the pandemic, yeah. during the beginning, yeah. you still had a full time job mm-hmm. while you were doing it? Oh,
1: wow. Yes. And that it, it's grown so fast where I'm like, I have this great full time job. I'm work from home. Okay, let me see where this will go. So in 2021, I was saying this yes to everything. Here's where my realization was. I was saying yes to everything to the point where I was even taking all holidays. And at the end of it, right, I can't juggle everything. Mom, wife, full-time job, shareable boards. Something's going to fall off the table, right? And what was falling off the table was our relationship. Because wow. we weren't spending time. I no more weekends. I was missing my daughter, Hannah. And so he definitely has been supportive since day one. But with all the challenges, too, it's it's made me realize that I should be spending my time more wisely, which is now 2022.
0: Do you mind asking what the breaking point was?
1: It was just the fights, you know, the fights not being connected, feeling disconnected. Um, And that was my fault too, right? Because I love shareable boards so much that I got in this cheesy fog. I just loved it so much that I was not putting time now into our marriage, our relationship. And so, of course, that was definitely suffering. And it made me realize, and I'm proud I hit that point. Because in 2022, that's when I realized boundaries, not saying yes to everything, Um, closing out my calendar, uh, spending time for myself, my family, my husband. I guess you can say I'm definitely more grounded today. 2021 was, it was a fun ride, but it was full of chaos and I wasn't taking care of myself or my family. And it was your growth it was a it was a huge growth (laughs) but i think for me my biggest realization was definitely my support which was anthony and And he's still been there
0: since like today (laughs) even though like he was like he was like why the fuck did i say yes to cheese and meat Yes. (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: and and that's to show um Even through, like, the turbulence, till this day, you know, he is still there. Yeah. Which is amazing. And to your point, yeah, it's rare. Because people will tell me, too, like, oh, I saw your husband deliver. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, thank you.
0: (laughs) Is that what helped make your relationship stronger? Yep. Setting up those boundaries now. And then are you losing business in your mind because of that? Or is it is the balance
1: there you know it's interesting the business has actually pivoted so in 2021 right I was saying yes to everything super super busy so in 2022 I've noticed a shift where I'm getting larger orders now and I'm not working as much as 2021 so it gives me like that time now to spend with my family with Anthony with Hana I can take care of myself. I can go to sleep early. I was not doing any of that stuff in 2021. I it I how do I say? 2021 was beautiful growth, but there was like a lot of chaos. But I feel like 2022, now that I've had that self-reflection, I definitely feel grounded. Yeah. Um and I don't want to lose that that ground. Because I feel like if you don't take care of yourself, like everything else falls apart. Mm-hmm. It's just harder. It's harder to function that way. Um, but I definitely would say that was my realization. So it's bigger c- clients now. But Let's now see. but now I have more time to build back with my family. And I'm not, uh, how do I say, last year I just worked every single holiday. Yeah. So 2022, I was like, no. Holiday. I need to spend time with Anthony and Hannah. Yeah. And especially Hannah. She just she just turned three. So
0: she, so she was one when you were doing all of this.
1: Well, so I'll. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh well. She, well, yeah. She was less
0: than one. Less when than I first one. Met
1: her. So and I think about this all the time. I am blessed that I have a full time job where I can work from home, and that's given me the time to be with Hannah. Right, as she one years old. Two years old, three years old, because if I didn't work from home, I would lose that time with her, right? Like if if it wasn't in, if it wasn't in the pandemic. And so what my realization was is I'm working from home, Hana is in these prime years, but oh my god, I'm filling it with
0: cheese. cheese.
1: <laughs> that was a hard realization, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I, you know how they say like mom guilt. That was a huge mom guilt. Ugh. So that so that even reminded me to okay time out.
0: The thing with mom guilt is I would I mean it's I would love to talk talk about that because yeah. the this industry and I learned very early when I first started that like this is an industry of extremely talented and hard working women who are business owners who are balancing jobs. <laughs> Or if not balancing jobs, also balancing being mothers. And so there has to be this level of mom guilt, And there is, there is this photographer that has used my sp- studio space a few times for portrait shoots. And she has brought her kids because she can't she, like there's no way for her to find childcare, but she has to make money. And then we've talked about it where she's like, I've missed out on my kids huge moments because i had to go work a wedding or i had to go do a portrait session or i had to do editing and stuff like that and and i'm a single mother who's trying to manage all of this and like it's not just that story or your story there's like it's a thing in this industry
1: there's been many times i deliver and hana is in the backseat
0: <laughs> there's, there's been many times and i don't want to get anyone in trouble but like i will i will walk by, and I'm like, oh, their car's still on. And then I'm like, oh, there's there's a child. There. And yeah, I think you were one of them. And I didn't want to be that, like, weird dude who was like, oh, the kid's cute, and then, like, look through the window and traumatize them, but yeah. But, like, how do you, how did you deal with that? Like, or, like, can you deal with it?
1: Um... Just in regards to, like, mom guilt or more just, like, the balance of being mom?
0: Both. You know... Well, I feel like they're kind of connected, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say I think... So, I'm very grateful that my parents are retired and they live, like, five miles away from us. And so, I'm grateful in that sense because when I am busy, when Anthony is busy, I would just be like, mom... Please watch, <laughs> please watch <laughs> Hana. So in that sense, you know, you know when they say like it takes a village to raise a child. It's true. Yes. And honestly, the people who don't have the support, I don't know how they do it. I- I'm just like, you guys are amazing. We only have one. And I'm just like, mom, dad. <laughs> so the-, the ones who don't have that support, I'm... Like, kudos to them. Um, But I am grateful that we have my mom and dad. Anthony is great, too. But the mom guilt, I don't know, it's hard. It's really hard. And I don't even know because I'm still trying to balance everything. But I think for me, definitely realizing that I need to spend time with Hana in these prime years, like, that just was my biggest... Aha moment. And it's even just as little as being completely 100% present. So, for example, if I'm spending time with Hannah, I'm not on my phone. I'm not checking if someone has an inquiry or reading emails or whatever it is. It sounds so simple, but it's like the hardest thing
0: to do. The two of us came out of the pandemic, right? But then also, we were fearful of the pandemic, like of what that meant for our businesses that we wanted to cultivate and grow. And so we did say yes to everything. And then that's also like, I didn't, I didn't want to lose, I didn't want to lose out on this inquiry because I waited too long to respond with a quote or say hello or something like that. So we're constantly on our phones and also, Unfortunately, social media is the only way that we can do our marketing, so we have to be on it all the time. So I think that like, it's it it makes sense why it's so hard to send those boundaries because we started in that, and there's trauma that came out of the the pandemic that made us think we had to.
1: That's true. That's very true, actually.
0: But I I mean I love that, like you you set those boundaries.
1: I'll give you an example of like a boundary. It sounds so simple, but it's helped me in so many ways. I have um, you know how the iPhone has that do not disturb function? Mm-hmm. It turns on at a certain time, like from this time to this time, no notifications. And that makes sense too, you know, because what I was doing <laughs> in 2021, if I got a text, if I got a message in Instagram, I was I felt like I instantly had to respond, even if it was 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. You know? And that was like a chronic... It was just a chronic thing. And at the end of it, when I reflect back, that led to huge burnout because I felt like I just constantly had to respond, like, instantly. But then when I really thought about it, like, when I really, really thought about it, let's just take, like, the bigger brands. If I sent an inquiry to apple at 2 a.m they will respond to me during business hours and that's fine and so i would use that model as like boundaries like there are business hours when to reply
0: yeah yeah i i've been trying to get better on that as well so um i had a pretty uh busy weekend and I don't know why I just kept on getting I got a I mean I'm grateful I got a I got a ton of inquiries which is
1: great which is great
0: but then I was like I don't I don't have the capacity right now to do it to respond and then also Sunday I was trying to practice like actually being with family and then I kept on getting inquiries I was stressing out about like I have all these inquiries I'm not getting back to them and all this other stuff. Monday morning came around and I was I was like I was already stressed out now. I'm like this it's going to take me all day to get back to these. I only got back to them in like 3 hours. Like within 3 hours I think I got through like 15 inquiries.
1: And you spent time with your family present.
0: Exactly. And then so then I was like I was like oh okay. Like it's just about making sure that we set our times well in order to make sense for us to be with family, with friends, or whatnot, you know?
1: I agree 100%. Is it hard to be present when you're trying to run your business? Because I'm sure your brain does not shut off. Because my brain does not shut off.
0: You see, this is the the hard thing about it. It's like, I, I will be the first to admit that I am very hypocritical around this stuff because I think I want to protect and foster like safety and happiness and security with like the folks I come in contact with. Right. So I'm always like set boundaries. You should set boundaries. Like, why are you doing so much extra work? Why are you responding to these things now? But I am the worst with that. Like I will get an inquiry at like 10 PM and I will stare at it and I'll be like, It's a quick email, so then I'll do it. But then it just spirals, right? Or I've also realized that if I respond to a person at 1130 at night, there's this future expectation of them reaching out to me at 1130 at night and getting a response. And I'm trying to be really good at just, like, leaving it unread and then be okay with that.
1: It's a process.
0: Although... There are sometimes I'll leave them unread and then I totally forget that they (laughs) message me. So like that's also a real thing because I have like the shortest memory sometimes, and someone will message me and I'll be like I'll get back to them later and I will not get back to them. (laughs) So,
1: but I I do love what you said though right because if you do respond at eleven thirty p.m. you've already set the expectation. I can contact you at this hour. Yeah.
0: That, that I'm getting better at. And I'm trying to also get better at, like, admin stuff is only Monday through Friday.
1: Like, I love Not it. on
0: Saturday and Sundays. I mean, I'm usually here anyways for events and stuff. But, yeah. like, at least I don't have to have that pressure to respond. Um, but I, I also think that it's easier for me to respond at weird hours because I'm not in a relationship right and like there's there's I feel like there's much more pressure if you are in a committed relationship with someone to set those boundaries because you have to take into consideration other folks for me I just have to take into consideration of like whether or not my parents are going to continue to be disappointed with me because I didn't I didn't go to dinner with them and you know or like or like, and you don't it, want that. No, of course not, because I am a very dutiful Asian son <laughs> who has to honor them. But like, also like, I I don't intend to disappoint them. It's just easier than, or it's it's not easier. It's it's a different level of relationship, yeah, right? Yeah, than like what you were talking about with with your situation, because there's a lot on the line for that. For me, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm cool with it, too. But, like, I, I'm not doing anything right now. So I might as well just answer this email. But...
1: Yeah, because Anthony would, like, if a, you know, if a notification went off, he will give me the look. Yeah. And I'm just like.
0: <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> I'm trying to be present. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah that word it sounds so easy but it's not easy it's not
0: but you seem to be doing well with it like it does seem like like it's good
1: i would say good i would say good overall like i I feel truly blessed Uh, truly like just every opportunity that has happened with shareable boards i don't know if i ever told you this I had a chance to create a board for the Lakers. I had a chance to create a board for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for his birthday. Jeez. I I don't know if I even told you this story. This was in 2021. This is when I was working like crazy, burning the midnight oil on every level of my life. Chaos, yeah. right? But I, I thrive off that. In November, so my daughter was turning two in November. And so we wanted to have a birthday party for her. We were planning it and everything. In probably like end of October, I got contacted by a producer from the Food Network to be on a pilot. They were interviewing me. Was oh, it a
0: competition show or was it It a- was a
1: competition show for charcuterie. Oh yes. <laughs> so we were going through this this process, and they found me through Instagram. Just randomly found me through Instagram. I was going through this process. I was really excited because I wanted to be on this show, and I was chosen as, like, the final. But here's where I feel like the universe was testing me. Because if I was going to get chosen on this show, I would miss my daughter's second birthday, and I would be gone for a week. And in the end, some way, somehow, because I thought I was going to get chosen, they ended up with somebody else. So in a way, I was bummed because I I did want to be part of this show, right? Like, this is a great experience. Like, come on, it's the Food Network. But I think the flip side, if I can look at the silver lining, the universe was telling me, like, no, you need to spend time with your family. Do you want to miss your rape? You know, and I'll tell you the other story, like. Hannah's like a miracle baby. Do you want to miss your daughter's two-year-old birthday that you've been planning? So it's almost like it was like a flip, right? Like you didn't get it, but now you can spend time with your family. That was my biggest takeaway. And it still resonates like that is what I need to focus on. Spend time with your family. Because all these other opportunities will happen, but like these moments with your family they come and go like when will Hana be two again
0: yeah there's this piece around it too because when you started shareable boards Mm -hmm. you weren't starting it because that was going to be a business it was more of like let's see where this goes and stuff like that I, I truly do think that was the universe giving you this kind of test of like what is your actual priority and Are you going to take this, like, awesome-looking thing, but it's going to derail the whole reason why you created Shareable?
1: 100%. It was like a reminder of, remember why you started this and what is your priority and what's important. But I won't lie, right? Because when that show finally aired, my heart was broken. But in the end, right, we had her birthday, And I will never get that back. Mm -hmm. Hana is a miracle baby. Like, even just to get her took us four years. Three miscarriages. Like, that was a really dark place in my time and Anthony's time. And so I have to remember those moments. Like, I was fine before shareable boards. Because in the end, it's like life, right? Life is happening right before my eyes. So, yes, I am bummed I am not on that show. But we have those memories.
0: Okay, how did this Lakers sport thing happen? Because I vaguely remember seeing it on your Instagram and <laughs> having major FOMO. And also, I want to put it out there. I will work for free, and you just have to hire me as an assistant. Because you've been on like 20 million yachts. <laughs> you've been with the Lakers. <laughs> Like, you can just bring me on as an assistant.
1: It's just, oh, so I guess what I can say about this story is you'll never know the, I guess you can say, like, the power of relationships and connections, because this was actually a connection from a corporate client I would never have known. And so I just started Shareable Boards maybe three months in. Yeah, like three to four months in, I received an inquiry. For a large order like the largest order to date uh they it was for a law office they wanted 92 like shareable boxes
0: oh so it was like individual boxes. no these are like the big oh. big boxes
1: <laughs> the bigger boxes but remember during the peak of covid everyone was doing like zoom meetings or zoom galas mm-hmm. or zoom oh. that's how we would they would celebrate yeah. So, I remember receiving this order. It was 92 boxes that had to be delivered to 92 different locations. Shut the fuck
0: up. <laughs> I thought you were gonna just deliver to offer. No. And you were new, so you said, yeah. Yes. Like, 92 <laughs> places. I can totally manage this. I have a. I have a full-on delivery team. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and so to what I said earlier right 2021 was the year I said yes to everything right because I, I was having fun I was it was it was just exciting, right? So this is my first corporate order. I had no clue going into this but I said yes. And they accepted um, our proposal. And so then at that moment, once it was accepted, I was like, I need to build a team to do this. And so it took three days. I had Anthony and I had another friend help put these boxes together. I found someone to help with delivery. So between myself... A delivery person and Anthony, like, we made this happen.
0: Thankfully, they're all in Southern California. Could you imagine?
1: It was all in LA, so we made that happen. But I would say because of that order, that order opened many doors.
0: Because it was 92 potential clients.
1: 92 potential clients, and i who knows who these people were. And because of that, it connected me to the Lakers. So, my lesson in this is you never know who you're going to meet because (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing right now because I remember the stress I was in. And, you know, four months into Shareable Boards, it was my first corporate contact. It opened many, many doors, which led to the Lakers. And the Lakers, that didn't happen till, because that was what, beginning of 2021. So that didn't happen till maybe towards the end of the year.
0: Yeah, well, and the problem with what, like, TikTok, social media, and all that other stuff has created is that they make it seem like success can be instant, but it always – it's slow. It is so slow.
1: It's so slow. And I'll be the first to admit, like, okay, I know you joke with me influencer status on <laughs> social media. I struggle with social media just for the time, you know, like – I have so many ideas in my head like content wise that I want to do. I can't do it though because I am just so limited on time. But then I also feel like on social media there's that pressure. You ne- you need to keep like posting and then that becomes like a whole anxiety thing.
0: I made a decision a while ago that I'm just going to post whenever I want to post.
1: I'm with you 100%
0: because also I think we're not we're not a corporate company so we don't need to create that much content instead people are booking us or ordering from us because of our brand and who we are so i made a flip and i was like i'm going to be more present on stories and be present in different spaces and that's been much more rewarding
1: i love that because i align with you 100 percent i don't post as much as i feel like i should but when you do see me post it's because there's a reason like i'm i'm compelled to i feel like um i love how you said it it's because i want to yeah there's a reason why so when you see a post on ig like there was a lot of thought into that (laughs) (laughs) or if you see me pop up on the story there was a lot of thought into that so I will post when I feel it's right not because I feel like the pressure I have to post every day
0: yeah and and I think like that's also like that's that's a downfall within our industry which is like because of that pressure to feel like you have to post you you kind of lose your brand. You lose who you are. And I strongly believe that people book us not because of our products, it's because of who we are as people. You know, there's other meat and cheese boards. There's many. There's other events. There's many. There's yeah. other photographers. Yeah. It's it's really about people vibing with you as the business owner and yeah. that's why they want to book you. So like that's what Yeah, there's a lot
1: of pressure to post. I used to feel that a lot, though. I mean I, to yeah,
0: post. I mean, I yeah,
1: I mean, it's still there, right, underlying. Um, and it's hard, right, not to compare mm-hmm. on social media. It's, like, out there, yeah. right? Like, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook. It's definitely hard not to compare. And it's also hard not to feel that pressure, like, oh, my God, I need to be posting holidays and yeah. stuff. But I, I'm not in the mood for holiday yeah. stuff. Um, but at the end of it, I like what you said. I will post when I feel like it. Yeah. Cause it feels to me, here's the word I was looking for. I want to post more intentional with purpose and it just feels authentic. Yeah, And you know what? Those are my two words for this year, like intention and purpose. I love it. So everything that I do should have intention, should have purpose.
0: The, the thing that, um, the 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 thing that around my posting schedule and how i post it's Mm -hmm. i honestly the only time i post is whenever i'm like i just want to look up pictures just to remind me like why i'm doing what i'm doing or just to be excited about something again and then i'll
1: post yeah that's
0: that's my post schedule i used to be like i look at the analytics look at what days were the best days to post what time were the best times to post and then i was like this isn't this isn't fun anymore you know it's not me it's not my it's not who i am
1: same same and i've and i've created a
0: persona i've created this brand of what second space is and if i were to be very regimented it's definitely not that that type of personality that second space is become
1: i love it you know same thing with shareable boards i it just i want it i want everything to like flow right Mm -hmm. flow be natural um which is funny right because in my daytime job i have to be very regimented. there's a schedule i have to plan everything so everything's just very planned and what i love about shareable boards it's given me a place to just let go let go, be in the zone, and just flow. And well, and then that's the that was the intent you created. That was the you. whole intent. Yeah, it was it was an outlet. It was therapeutic. We're all in the pandemic. It's something to do. And so it's funny too how the universe reminds me like don't forget why you started because I will tell you in twenty twenty one I just <laughs> I lost sight one hundred percent. Because it it became addictive, it it, it became very addictive, um, but at the risk of losing other things that were important in my life.
0: I'm so, glad. So it was like
1: reality check.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that you had the mindset, and you had the community, and you had the people surrounding you to kind of remake that reminder. Because we would probably be having a very different conversation. If you did decide to go full time, if you did decide to move forward with the show, if you did decide to put more effort into taking more inquiries and taking more jobs, you know?
1: I probably would be unhappy because I wouldn't I wouldn't be taking care of myself. and yeah, and and I actually
0: I, I, I like how you phrased it, which was like, I was doing really well with shareable words but something was about to give and the thing that was about to give was my family
1: yeah like
0: that's deep
1: it was a huge realization you know and then pile like mom guilt on top of that right it was just
0: I'm sure there was like mom guilt wife guilt
1: all of it you know and for someone like Anthony like hello come back down to earth yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, you were fine before Shareable Boards, right? Because Shareable Boards just added, like, another complex layer. So he was, like, the voice of reason.
0: Does he regret it?
1: I've Oh, like, that I started Shareable Boards? You know, I've never asked him. Because till this day, he's been by my side. You know? I've never asked him that question. I should. Let's just say, if he does regret it, I don't know. It's hard because, till this day, he still supports me. But I would love to ask him that
0: question. <laughs> well, first decide if you're prepared to hear the response. Because... And also, like, don't blame me. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> argument may come. If there is an argument, like, I'm not responsible.
1: I have done... I, I have definitely vastly improved, though. You know, just being present uh, spending time
0: well I don't I don't think you would have supported it this long yeah if right you didn't if the if things hadn't changed right so then what's next for shareable boards
1: I think about that all the time you know like I guess it's there's so many things I think about right like I want Hannah to see her mom building this business because I I love it so much, but I want to inspire her and where she sees her mom, like, mommy loves this. If I love something too, I can go for it. And it's funny because I'm like, hurry up, grow up so you can help me.
0: (laughs) You're like, free later. Right?
1: So that's like one part, right? Like, I want her to be inspired and see, like, mommy has something that she loves. She's building it. I can do the same thing and something I love. Yeah. So that's one aspect, right? But honestly, like the second part, I would love to find a permanent home for shareable boards. It'd be some sort of space where I can share. Like, actually, let's talk about this. So I was able to host my first workshop here. Like you made me fall in love with like teaching. Like I think what we'll ex- actually seen him back up. I still remember when you asked me, when are you going to host a workshop? So I love how you, like, pushed me and inspired me in that direction. Because I was scared. So scared. But then when you pushed me, I was like, okay, let's do this.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, you're talking about the yacht, right? Yes. We yacht. Yeah. I was so scared. Yeah. So we were on a
1: yacht. A <laughs> yacht.
0: <laughs> but it was we were at a styled shoot. Yes. And... The, the reason why I brought it up was because now it's been like a full year since I remember you saying that. Yes. And it was like, why the fuck are you doing this?
1: I know, and I love that you asked me that. And I was like, why am I not? Well, okay, one, I was scared, right? But I love that you asked me that and you pushed me. And that's another thing with Shareable Boards. Shareable Boards has pushed me in so many different levels out of my comfort zone and embraced all of those moments with open arms which is wild and so this was a perfect example like okay workshop okay <laughs> but when I did it I fell in love like I fell in love I just I felt like I was in my element. I loved how I was able to teach you guys how to create your own shareable board and then you can create your own shareable board for your friends. I would love to have a permanent home for shovel boards where it's not necessary, like, how do I say, like where people will come and eat. It's really true, like a space to share, to teach. Yeah, you can come pick up your boards, but it's more just like a place to learn. However that's going to happen, I'm not sure. I'm just taking it a day at a time. And it's been a crazy day at a time.
0: Would you ever go full time?
1: I've thought about that. It's like the million-dollar question. And so I've been working at a healthcare company for five years. Really good job. Really, really good job. And I work from home, flexible hours. And it's given me the leverage to grow shareable boards at the same time. I think what's holding me back, though, is once I make shareable boards full-time, It becomes a different beast, right? And what I mean by that is right now, Shareable Boards is fully, it's full on creative. I don't feel the pressure because it's not my main source of income, right? I will tell you this, the months that I have surpassed my salary, like the months I have, the months Shareable Boards has surpassed my salary, everything else has suffered, right, like relationship, I'm not taking care of myself, there's no time, the house is a mess, at the end of it, I always ask the question, at what cost is it worth it, I'm still figuring that out, right, because I feel like, actually, let me back up, creating boards is very labor, it's a very labor-intensive job, yeah. I did your workshop. <laughs> yes,
0: right? I was like, I, was like, I don't want to make meat rivers and cheese wedges anymore. I just want to eat it. <laughs> exactly.
1: I, I think about it every day. But I think for me right now, I do like having the, the availability where it's just pure creation. And I get so much joy out of that. Because I feel like the moment it just becomes – 100%. This is my income. I don't know if it's going to take away that joy that I feel right now. And that to me is like what's more important. Yeah. So I don't know. I it, like I think about it every day. Like like every day. But but I do I can tell you those months where I have surpassed my salary. I'm a mess. Yeah. And I don't know like if that's worth it right now um and especially like Hannah's three years old right now so then she's going to start going to school then she's going to start having activities i just feel like right now i just have a lot of flexibility i have more control
0: yeah
1: yeah but i i don't know because there's only so much time in a day you know, because I always wonder this too. What if I did shareable boards one hundred percent? Maybe I won't feel chaos because now all my time is shareable boards. I don't know it's all it's always this is a question I always ask myself at the gym, like I'm on cardio. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, is this the time? Is this is this the time? Is this the time? It's hard. so you so
0: you, you come at a bad time this conversation too <laughs> because. For me, end of the month, beginning of month, like that time period is the, always the most stressful. Because that's when, I don't know why I do this, but I always have my bills due at the end of the month. I, I do the same. I, I can spread them out yeah, yeah. if I wanted to, but I don't. I feel like this is the better way to live life. <laughs> High on anxiety. Same. But like, I will see value in in not doing full-time. You know, like, especially if you're in a situation where your family life is great, your full-time job is really supportive.
1: Super. In
0: terms of, like, you being able to work from home and yeah. flexibility and stuff like that.
1: And they know about shareable boards.
0: Yeah. See? And then, like, all like if that's, that's the moment you're in, maybe it doesn't make sense to go into it full-time because also like once you become full-time you're chasing clients you're looking at cash flow you're making sure expenses are covered and also on top of that like you don't get to do creative things it's different and you can't pick and choose what you want to do
1: exactly it's like a different beast right yeah i don't know if i'm i'm not sure if i want that beast yet
0: yeah (laughs) And then, and then you have uh, like other folks that I've talked to who like, they hated their full time. Mm. Like their full time job was not supportive of them. They didn't see growth. There may have been other politics involved. And so they just wanted to be their own boss, which is also great, too. I just, I just, I mean, it's right now, like what you're telling me, I totally think it just makes sense to wait it out a little bit.
1: I agree. I think I will ride the train until like the wheels fall off.
0: Yeah. One of the things that like here at Second Space I've been able to gather is there's a lot of folks that created their craft through the pandemic, right? And you're totally one of those stories, which is amazing. But yeah, (laughs) thanks for coming.
1: Thank you for having me. And I'm excited for your podcast. Oh. I listened to your first podcast. Oh, I listened to it when I was at the gym and I was so proud of you guys. Oh so good it, it was
0: mostly balloon ladies I did I love it. I was I just listened. <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky that we I have the balloon ladies who like get in a lot of trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Say shareable board jelly Okay, here's so salami, get your cheese. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Okay, good job. Where's the grapes? Get the grapes. Grapes. hmm. For mama?
0: So what you just heard was a video that jen shared with me right after our conversation and it was a moment that she had with her daughter hana and also the whole reason why she decided to refocus her 2022 and 2023 to see that full video go ahead and visit my instagram at second space podcast and to find out more information about jen and just follow along with all of her projects you can check out her instagram at Boards. All that information will be in my show notes below. Um, And finally, thank you for listening and follow along um, to find out more information about our next episode. Okay, I guess that's it. (laughs) Bye.